It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. And welcome back to another edition of Prep Rally, the podcast. This is the Wednesday edition, I believe. What is today's date, Leland? I, I can't, I've lost track with all the this cancellations is, and everything. Is it the 19th of January, 2024? What, what, what is today? It is January the 19th, 2022. Okay. All right. Maybe I thought I'd lost two years in there somewhere between <laughs> all, all the COVID, COVID postponements and whatever. And full disclosure, I tested positive for COVID. I'm in my third day of isolation. So Leland, I think you're okay. I, I'm not having to wear my mask while we're doing remote. So I think you're okay. I think we're good. I think we're far enough away. I think so. So 60 miles should be good enough, I think. So anyway, lots, lots of good sports. So Leland happened last night. Now, all, Tuesday night was, uh, was the open week or the, the uh, I guess it's the built-in weather day. <laughs> and, and judging by the weather forecast today, maybe they should have saved that weather day because we're supposed to get weather in today. If you said uh, they were already pre-treating bridges and stuff in the, in the River Valley area for, for what we think is going to be some snow and ice today. But anyway, uh, Tuesday night was the built-in weather day or the off day for teams in the 6A West, but there was still a good bit of basketball played last night. Yeah, mostly um, mostly in the smaller classifications, um, you know, the 7A Central and the 7A or 6A West and 6A Central kind of had, like you said, their built-in open dates, even though yeah. even that has kind of changed a little bit. When they first came out with this a few years ago, it was basically play the first half of the round robin, have the open date, play any snow dates or games that had been canceled or postponed on that date, then play the second half. Well, right. I don't know of any year that that worked out perfectly because a lot of teams were sitting there uh, open after the first seven games on a – 65 degree day yeah and then then february happens and then comes your snow and ice and yeah postponements and so yeah it was they do go go ahead and build build it in um but but you know we we've we've seen so many schedule changes you know we see games on wednesday i was talking to lamar's uh girls coach last week and noticed when i looked at their schedule brandon schluterman uh, they're playing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday this week. Three games so, in a week, and that's so, going to be the norm. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be the norm, and I know there's some of that coming up in the in the six A Central, and and you know Greenwood uh, girls played their second game last night of January. Right. Alma's boys played the second game, their second game of January last yep. night. So here we are, eighteen days in. You know, eighteen days into January. Yeah, and they're yeah. they're playing their second uh, conference game. So yes, there are going to be a lot of three game weeks. Yeah, I talked to uh, and full and uh, for a little bit of shameless plug here, a little bit of shameless plug on my part. Uh, I've got a feature story on Heaven Sanchez of Boonville. They did not play at all last week. Their girls didn't, but they did get to play last night. They played Charleston <clears> and won that game uh, to move to fifteen and zero. But they went a full week without playing any games. Fort Smith Northside girls have now gone a week and a half without have, having played a game. Well, and, and I was looking up some things for uh, both my report and then also the notebook this week, and I don't think the Lavaca Golden Arrows have played since January the 7th. 
wow it's just so it's uh, um ah. and that's the thing that i ask a lot of the coaches you know do these disruptions uh how much do they concern you and, and I would the, think the answer a lot. is well yeah. a lot yeah. a lot because this is the normally the time of year you know coaches in november and december kind of do a lot of odd scheduling uh you know coach reeves at greenwood he didn't play a home game for two months until conference play a couple of years ago so they all have these you know little theories that that they think is going to help them come postseason time and they do that in in november and december but once january comes around they love that routine of the tuesday friday tuesday friday tuesday friday sure Sure, and that because they get you in that consistently been disrupted. Yeah. It it has been, and and uh, and how about you know Bentonville boys, Leland? They've only played one home game this year. That's it, one. They played Rogers Heritage last week in a home game, and that is the only home game they've had so far. And I just wonder if this now, if and I haven't talked to anybody about this, but uh, if they're if they're now looking at the possibility of again a district tournament like they had last week because of the fact that the double round robin schedules will not be completed. Correct. So, you know, we, and we did touch on this a bit, Leland, and, and, and I I would think that they're going to have to get together and talk about this because they're, they're, you know, like I'll say, say, for example, tonight, you know, uh, Valley Springs was supposed to come up to Elkins to play a boys boys game tonight on a on a game that's already twice been postponed. Well, it's now been postponed again for a third time tonight. It's not COVID related. It's weather related. So that's three times this game was supposed to have been played. It's three times it's been postponed. There's a chance this game may not get played, you know, at all. I mean, there's always that chance. Same thing's going to happen in the 6A Central and 6A West and these other classifications, there's there's a chance that some of these games may not – you may not can just get them in, you know. Well, and, and, and as of right now, that rule would be then that it's a double forfeit. Right, right. As of right now, which, is, which was not the case last year. They right. put that in this year to try to get teams, not really force them, but certainly encourage them to to schedule the games, the makeup games. So right. there's a good possibility now that with some of these games not being able to be played and rescheduled, that they will be by I, I don't think they'll keep that rule, but right now those are going to be deemed double forfeits. I tell you what, Leland, I kind of like the conference tournament for, for the larger schools. I kind of liked it liked it last year. You know, the smaller schools and 4A and below, they play a conference and then a regional and then state. I kind of like the conference tournament. Now I know the coaches, you know, they they're probably not big fans of it, but I'll, you know, anytime, you know, anytime these, you know, these teams can play each other, I like it. And, and uh, you know, I love the kind of the tournament format or whatever, but I'm probably in the minority there. Uh, you know, and I, know I, I, said, I hate it because <laughs> I hate it because a team goes through a 14 team or a 14 game round robin schedule. That's enough to determine the seedings for those teams. Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, you know, to each is each is own. I kind of like it, but um, it is what it is. But I, I'm I'm with you. I, I got to think that perhaps uh, that may be a possibility. Now, according to the schedule, Northside <laughs> is supposed to play. According to the schedule, and if this happens and we don't get a bunch of snow and they're able to play, Northside is supposed to play Mount St. Mary t- today. They were supposed to play today. So I don't I don't know if that's you know if that's going to happen or not, but it was on the schedule to be played today as a, as a as a makeup game. 
This is yes. being Wednesday. I don't know if that game is going to be played tonight. And if you're telling me they're already pre-treating the bridges in the River Valley, I don't see Northside loading the bus up and going down to Little Rock today. I don't so either. I, I don't I either. Just don't, yeah, I don't see that happening. So that would, again, be yet another game. This was already going to be a makeup game. So that's going to be another game, uh, you know, put back to the back of the schedule, you know, somewhere um, if it's not played tonight. And I would have my doubts it's going to be played tonight. Bentonville schools let out an hour early today already in anticipation of this. I, th- I think I saw where Harrison was, was doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, the so, Harrison, you know, the, the teams like, or the schools like gosh, Berryville and Eureka Springs and Harrison and Huntsville, you know, they've, they're on top of the weather. Reports. Absolutely. They are. Yeah. They're, you know, they have to be, you know, they, they have, have to, to be. be. Well, and if you too, Leland, something else that maybe you might not be aware of it, but folks up here in Northwest Arkansas are, a good portion of Bentonville's school district is in Bella Vista, and there's no more curvy, windy, mountainous roads anywhere in northwest Arkansas than Bella Vista. And so that has, that's also a big factor for Bentonville. That's why a lot of times you'll see Bentonville will announce early that they're going to, you know, cancel school or, 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 or release early. But it's because of the buses having to navigate these roads in Bella Vista. Yeah, the bus routes dictate a yeah. lot of the scheduling. Right. Right. So that's what's going on. Now, last, we did have some good games played last night. You were over at, uh, at Greenwood and, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Walter Woody was over at Greenwood and the girls game against Silo Springs. And we've mentioned this a couple of times before, Lila, that Silo Springs girls are pretty good. They're right. I think Silo girls are right in that mix with Greenwood and Bologna. What do you think in, in the, in the 5A West? Well, I didn't think so until last night. And yeah. now I believe you're right because 57, 52, that yeah. means they're right in the mix because that was at Greenwood. Yes. So, so you, so, you know, the message that they were getting from their coach on the way back home last night was, you know, um, we can beat that team on our home court. Is we get the them message they're getting. If, if they get to play them at home, hopefully they will. And we'll, and we'll see about Valonia. Uh, they are coming to Van Buren Friday night. Um, and, uh, you know, the Van Buren boys, the pointers, they're three and one in conference. Yep. They played probably their best game of the season last night at Alma won that one 61 to 46 had four players in double digits, uh, almost had two triple doubles with assist, uh, just wow. a phenomenal game of ball movement and passes and, uh, you know, they're, they're really good. And the first thing Coach Autry, Brad Autry, said after the game, when I asked about Friday night, he said, big boys coming to town. That's yeah, Austin Myers yeah. coming to Claire Bates Arena on Friday night. And Valonia boys and Valonia girls are both very good. So that's a big game for them. Wait a minute, little uh, Austin Myers, I think he just threw another touchdown pass against Farmington. Hang on, I think he <laughs> – <laughs> Leland is is Malachi Henry playing uh, basketball this year? No, is that, or is he no not playing? Just focusing on uh, off season football and, and yes, track, I guess. Okay, okay, I didn't know. Yep, because uh, I knew Jaden played last year. Jaden Henry played basketball, but I didn't know if Malachi was into basketball like that. Uh, well, I will tell you what, Brad Autry's done a great job over there at Van Buren and, and having them ready and, and uh, uh, big win for them. Uh, and so. Uh, Looking at the girls' standings in the 5A West, Bologna has played three games in conference. They're undefeated. Greenwood's played two games in conference. They're undefeated. Uh, they were supposed to have played each other last week. Of course, that game was postponed. 
uh, due to COVID, and they'll that will be remade. I get made up, I guess, at some point. So Greenwood Bologna still still have yet to play each other. So that's you know something to look forward to down the road. Now looking at the we're gonna let me back backtrack to the six A West where we also had some big games that were supposed to have been played uh, last week. Uh, you know we were supposed to have had a Fayetteville. Fayetteville and Bentonville were supposed to have played. They didn't get a chance to play. Uh, I covered the one only game played Friday night in the 6A West, the only game. I'm talking girls, boys, anybody. The only one game played last, last Friday night in the 6A West was Bentonville West uh, hosted Harbor, and Bentonville West got the win there in that game, and uh, that knocked Harbor from the unbeaten ranks in the 6A West. Harbor now 3-1. and one. Uh, Bentonville West, this just in, they've won now two game, two conference games in a row after after opening conference play 0-2. And, and I tell you what, Leland, I was real impressed with Bentonville West and particularly Tucker Anderson, their 6'8 junior guard. You know, that conference, um, it looks fairly wide open. It is. It totally is. You know, uh, I I, uh, I hope that I get to see uh, Springdale Harbor on Friday night. They come to uh, Southside in the uh, the barn down south. So, uh, you know, and that's one of the things I love about, even though uh, we could talk all day about Northside and Southside being in the two conferences, uh, you know, as far as coverage, you know, I get to see the best of all yeah, worlds. You know, the you 5A do. West is a tremendous conference in basketball and of course the 6a west and then the 6a central so uh you know kind of get to see a uh, you know a mix of all of them yeah um now uh Har harbor was without jermaine tilford friday night that's a pretty big player to be without for them he's a, he's a very good post player um i'm not saying harbor wins the game if tilford plays but that's a big loss for them uh, but props, again, to Bentonville West. They, uh, again, uh, they kind of stumped their toe a couple of times to first first two conference games, but, boy, they were clicking on all cylinders Friday night. Um, Tucker Anderson's mom, Sheila, I don't – I can't remember what her maiden name was, but I think it was Frost, Sheila Frost, uh, played for Pat Summit at Tennessee. Uh, and so he's got some pretty good bloodlines there. Uh, if his, his mama played at Tennessee for Pat Summit, that tells you uh, – Pretty good basketball genes in that family. Well, and, you know, we, uh, we've we talked about bloodlines quite a bit lately. Of course, you know, we had the story on Yanni Relaford and Sunday's right. paper. And, uh, right. you know, those uh, those bloodlines and those influences. Um, they count for you something. Know, or, uh, boy, <laughs> they do. Yeah. Now, Leland, I was also looking at the schedule, and again, and again <laughs> you know, I'm looking at the schedule going, why am I even wasting my time looking at the schedule? But I am looking at the schedules. Uh, but, but what I was, I was going to say was I'm looking at the conference standings more so than the schedules. And I was looking at the 1A1 boys uh, standings. Now, this is the conference that includes County Line, the new school in Fayetteville, and that group of teams. Leland, there are three boys teams in that conference that have 23 or more wins sitting here on January the 19th. Three teams with 23 or more wins. Now, that's impressive. Well, and, that's you know, you know, they, uh, you know they, they start basketball early there. And, of course, you know, you were here long enough to know that uh, how big basketball is in Branch, Arkansas. Absolutely. It's huge. Yes, it's huge. It's huge. 
Well, so those small that, schools, they they get after it. They get, they after, get it. after it. So they're two. The new school, which is in Fayetteville, and they're coached by David Farrell. Uh, you know, he was a longtime coach at West Fork, also coached at the University of the Ozarks, came back to Northwest Arkansas. He is the coach at the new school. They are 24-3. and three. County line is 24-3. and three. County line has a one-game lead in the conference. New schools have, has one conference loss. And then Ozark Catholic, which is like a – this is their second year, I believe, of varsity boys play. They are 23-6. and six. And they will be at County Line on Friday if if we don't get Snowmageddon and they're able to play this game. So that'll be a good game down in Branch. You talk about basketball in Branch. That'll be a good game. Ozark Catholic twenty three and six, County Line twenty four and three on Friday night. Well, and you know you talked about uh, you know district tournaments, conference tournaments, and and. Uh, the small classifications, 4A, 3A, 2A, and single A, they're used to a district tournament. They yes. have them every year. Yes. And it's a big deal for a school to host a district tournament in that regard or in those classifications. Like Cedarville is going to host theirs. Um, so, I mean, the district tournaments sometimes can be a third matchup. And we, we see even in the state tournaments sometimes where a team will Two teams will play a fourth time, or including fifth, two types of conference play, yeah. district tournament, regional tournament. And maybe state. And, and maybe, maybe state. state. Uh, I can remember a few years ago when Prairie Grove and Farmington girls had, the, you know, they were the, clearly the best teams in 4A. They played each other five times in a season. Uh, last year, I believe Farmington and, Hunt and Harrison girls played each other five, four or five times. So, you know, we talk about how, you know, we were talking about how we hate district tournaments. Well, I, but, and I, I do. But, and, but I was, I know where you go. I think I know where you might, maybe might know where you're going with this. Let me tell you why I like district tournaments and you're going to change your mind because district tournaments have the best hospitality food. Well, they do. They do. And those, <laughs> and those small school coaches, they're used to that. Yes. Yes, they are. Yes, now, they are. the big school coaches hate it. The smaller school coaches, I think they even they even relish it because first of all, it's that chance for that seventh seed Pulling to get upset. that upset. Yes, absolutely. So absolutely. the small school coaches they're used to that. That that's that's a different mentality. Yeah, and then but Leland, but uh, and, and uh, I was going to mention too, talking about we're staying in, in the smaller classifications. There's a big girls game Friday night if it again if it gets played, uh, Gentry. And this is in the 4A1. Gentry girls are 19 and 0, 5 and 0 in the conference. They're going to be at Farmington 20 and 1, 6 and 0 in the conference. <clears throat> so that'll be a good, good girls game. Uh, Gentry uh, won a couple of close games last week. It was, you know, they were they were they were pushed uh, against uh, both uh, Prairie Grove got a one point win and Pea Ridge. I think it was a three or four 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 or five point win there for them. But they bring a 19 and 0 record in there, so major props to Toby Toby Tebaball at Gentry. I mean, he has those girls playing at a high level, but boy, they're going to really have to step it up on Friday night against the the number one Farmington. Well, that's probably one of the biggest girls games in the state. Now, obviously, North Little Rock and North Side's probably the the biggest. Yes. But that is that is certainly it's got to be in the top three biggest girls games in the state on Friday mm-hmm. night. Huge game, and Leland, I'm glad that you gave us that segue to Conway. I'm sorry to North, to to, uh, to North Little Rock. will be hosting Northside on Friday night. North Little Rock 
last night took on Conway, and we knew this was going to be a good good game. And I have said this all along, and I, Leland, you and I talked about this. I think Conway's on a little bit different level than the rest of the teams in that conference. And, and I know Northside's undefeated, and they're really good. But from what I've seen of Conway, that, that they are really, really good. And they beat North Little Rock last night by 13, and I don't think the game was even really that close. I think you're exactly right. And, you know, we talk about, you know, big weeks and big games. How about North Little Rock's week? Uh, you know, they had to play number one Conway last night, and yep. now they have to play number three Northside on Friday night. So right, there's no time right. to, you know, uh, lick the wounds uh, at this point. But at least North Little Rock is at home on Friday night against right, Northside. Right. But a but a right. big game for, for both of those and and the seedings as well. Right. And, uh, you know, of course, we can't lose in, in that game either way because I love me some, some Daryl Fimple at North Little Rock. And, of course, we love Ricky Smith at Northside. Uh, so, you know, that's going to be a great game. I would love to drive down there to North Little Rock and cover that myself. Man, that's going to be a good one to get two – Two great guys going at it in that conference. It will be a um, it will be a, certainly a state tournament type atmosphere for sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, that's you know I don't have a whole lot more today because Leland, there's not a lot more to talk about with all these games that have been canceled. But um, you know, I was going to tell tell the folks listening if you know if you have one of those little I don't, and I don't know if they even still do these or not those little printed out schedules. You know, schools used to hand those out had the schedules and stuff on them. You might could just tear that thing up and throw it away because it's basically useless now. It's it's you know way so much so many games have been postponed and changed around. Uh, you need to write that schedule like on an old etch a sketch when you write it. And then if something changes, you just shake it up and down and and uh, and redo it again. It's, it's just it's fluid. It's very fluid. It might be good to keep on the refrigerator as a magnet to hold your grocery list, but that yeah, may be about it. That may be about it. So that's what's happening in the sports world now. We. Uh, are just, you know, we're like everybody else. We're, you know, we're just, you know, trying to trying to keep up with the games that have been postponed, the games that are rescheduled. It's, you know, COVID, COVID continues to, to throw everything into, you know, into turmoil. And then, oh, and now we got weather, you know, coming in. So that's, so that's going to be another issue. So it's just, uh, uh, but, you know, we're, we're, we try to stay on top of it the best we can. And we're trying to bring you uh, on Twitter, we try to post on Twitter as you know as soon as we find out you know changes, and so that we can keep uh, keep everybody informed. But uh, again, and I go back and use probably over uh, an overused word is fluid. But if any word describes <laughs> the schedules, it is it is fluid. Twitter has been very very helpful uh, as far as finding out who's playing and who's not. And, you know, last Friday, you know, I was on the phone with you because I really didn't know until about 1 o'clock Friday where I was going for sure that night when I found out that Lamar was playing, that uh, one of the other games we had talked about had been reduced to a girls game only. And, and, uh, you know, Boonville girls remained undefeated last night, uh, played, beat uh, rival Charleston. That's right. That's right. And hopefully next Tuesday, Northside will finally – be in their new arena. Well, they've had time to put the seats down. Now they've had, you know, so many games canceled stuff. They haven't had to worry about, you know, tightening nuts and bolts while people are sitting in the seats. But Leland, how did you like Lamar's new arena? Uh, very nice. Very, very what nice. Carl, Carl Ramsey court. Uh, it is very, very nice. Good deal. Good deal. Well, I uh, also want to mention too, and Leland, you'd mentioned this uh, last week and I will mention it again. The, uh, 
state wrestling is coming up. <coughs> Excuse me. State wrestling is coming up. They're going to have the uh, dual meet, the state dual meet um, in Fayetteville here next week. So it'll be next weekend. So we will have full coverage of that. And, of course, the, the big state tournament will be in the middle of February. That's still a couple weeks away. So wrestling uh, is, is moving toward its postseason. And uh, we will have full coverage of both the dual state and the state boys and girls wrestling meets coming up. Leland, I've been busy this week. Uh, like I was going to say, full disclosure, I tested positive for COVID. So I've had plenty of time this week in my, in my solitary confinement up here. Uh, to work on spring schedules, and so uh, I got—I was, you know, looking at it, looking at my calendar, looking back at that, and I'm like, "Dang, we're going to be playing baseball and softball here just pretty quick. We're just, you know, we're just a few weeks away from soccer and softball and baseball and track coming in. A few weeks, but several degrees. <laughs> uh, well, conference play uh, for like teams in the six A Central, six A West will be. The middle of March, March the 14th, and or, uh, that Monday is when conference play starts for baseball. So it won't be that far away. It's, you know, we're sitting here on the 19th of January. We're going to be out of January here in a few weeks, and, man, it'll, it'll get here fast. Yes, it will. Yep. Fun time so of that, the year. Absolutely. So that's about all I've got for this edition of Prep Friday, the podcast. And I want to, again, thank Leland Barclay down the River Valley for being with me today. Uh, Leland, Rick Fires is supposed to be on with us today, but he couldn't figure out how to do Zoom. Um, on his uh, on his phone and so uh, anybody who knows rick knows that was not a big shock there but uh but we'll get rick up to speed <laughs> we'll get him up to speed on zoom you know when you have to stand up on top of that telephone pole down in prairie grove and call jane and get her to hook you up on on the zoom at uh when they got weather coming in i i, I don't blame rick at all i wouldn't want to climb up on top of that pole either uh but uh but anyway we'll uh hopefully we'll all be back together again next week i'll be out of my out of my solitary confinement uh, quarantine down here, and uh, we'll all be back together again, and maybe we'll get some of these games played because I'm anxious to get back in the gym. Leland, I, I, uh, I need to get back in the gym. I don't like this sitting at home business. Yeah, you know, it's uh, there's just no better place to be, on, you know, on a Tuesday or Friday night than in a nice warm gymnasium this time of the year watching uh, and seeing who the, the latest, uh, you know, athlete, to hit a game-winning shot might be. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's it for this week's edition of Prep Rally, the podcast. Again, for Leland Barclay down in Fort Smith, I'm Chip Souza at home. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week on Prep Rally, the podcast. The Prep Rally podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. 